0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Ask the Coach Show, Episode 24. I'm Jeff Plum, and with me, as always, is Alois Wazario. Welcome, Alois.
1: Hi, Jeff. Thank you, and uh, loving these early mornings.
0: Indeed, yes. We get to answer brilliant table tennis questions. And first up, we actually have the Ping Skillers question of the day. But a suggestion from one of our viewers was that we should Answer the previous day's question, Alice. So, yesterday we asked, What is your favorite type of serve? So, do you want to answer that? Um, Definitely. Um, Serve was, yeah,
1: this is the serve that I like the best. The hot toss, just because it's a little bit different and um, it's not something that a lot of players are used to. Pendulum, because you can get um, more spin probably the toss pendulum, just worked best for me. Okay,
0: very good, yeah. Personally, I like the pendulum serve too. I like doing like a backspin and then a no-spin serve. Um, I like that. But a close second for me was the backhand serve. I like doing that, and I don't think a lot of other people were using that at the time, and so people weren't used to returning that, so the backhand serve was a close second. All right, so today the Ping Skillers question of the day is, what style of player do you find hardest to compete again? So uh, leave your answer in the comments and we'll tell you ours tomorrow. Alright, so now into the questions and the first question is from Jethro. And Jethro asks, can I play two sports at the same time? In my school I play table tennis and basketball. So is it okay if I play both at the same time or will basketball ruin my table tennis? Um, because of the heavy ball. What is your opinion, Alois?
1: I think uh, I think playing two sports is a great idea. I think um, it, it just gives us a, a bit more balance. Um, it also gives us um, other things. So with a sport like basketball, some more aerobic fitness, um, it also gives you agility and movement.
0: And... Uh yes. Um, yeah, you just cut out a bit there, Alice. But I think your point is. Yeah, you're just cutting out a bit, Alice. But I think, yeah, I think the point is that playing other sports gives you uh, much more uh, coordination and opportunities to develop different areas of your game. So it's 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 a really yeah. a positive. And I guess even the younger you are the better it is for you to be playing um, different sports because you get a whole range of skills.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I think once, once you get a little bit older, Um when you want to specialise in, in table tennis, then you probably don't have enough time to, to uh, play and compete in other sports, but certainly when you're developing, um, I think it's a really good idea. I mean, people even talk, uh, I hear it often about tennis and table tennis, and people say, well, you shouldn't play tennis if you're playing table tennis. Um, I really disagree. I think, you know, if you're playing a sport like tennis, again, you're learning different Things in different aspects, learning bigger movements. Um, again, you're getting the more aerobic type of fitness. Um, you're also getting more coordination, and you know, like the the human brain is is good enough to adjust when you get back on the table tennis table, or when you go to a tennis court, or or playing badminton. You know, so so I really think that you know playing different sports is actually useful for you.
0: Great. Alright Jethro, so get out there, enjoy your basketball, enjoy your table tennis and um, it's going to be good for you. Thanks for the question. Alright, now Kustav has asked us a question and he says, what is the right leg position while playing a punch? Which leg should be in front while playing a forehand punch and which leg when playing a backhand punch?
1: Yeah, so um, so with the with the backhand punch, um, you can just be in your normal ready position. So that would be perhaps with your left leg slightly ahead of your right, or quite square onto the table.
0: Yeah, we're just yeah, just having a few yeah, issues with uh, internet there. So yeah, we got for the backhand punch. I heard you need to be square onto the table. Or you could have your left leg for a right hand slightly in front. Um, so what about for the forehand punch? Yeah, forehand punch. I don't know. I
1: mean, does anyone ever play a forehand punch? Um, you know, I mean, you do a forehand block or you do a forehand topspin or you do a forehand smash. A forehand punch really isn't a shot that um, anyone plays. So I don't know. You can. You can. Um, yeah. I mean you can sort of, you can sort of punch it forward like that sometimes, you know, just a, a faster block, but yeah, it's not really a stroke that, um, that is, is really played.
0: Yeah, so for a faster block you'd be in your normal position again, fairly square on if you're just blocking, and if you yeah. wanted to play the um, more aggressive counter loop then you could be a little bit side on if you've got a bit more time. Yeah,
1: so either side on or just turn your waist a little bit more. Um, so keep your legs in the same position and turn your waist a little bit more to generate a little bit more speed. Because you are close to the table, you really haven't got time to be turning your feet too much around.
0: Excellent. All right, well, thanks for that advice and good luck with your punching. And perhaps try, if you're going to go for the forehand, if you think you want to play a forehand punch for start, maybe try and develop a counter top spin. Good luck with that. All right. Now, Rob has asked us a question, and Rob says, I can already do a backhand flick on a short backspin serve, but not really on the forehand side. I can do it from the middle of the table, but I'm not quick enough to move to the forehand side so quickly. Is there a trick to know where it's coming?
1: Yeah, well, um, the, the, trick is, the trick is just um, seeing uh, a lot of serves so that you can start to... Um, read with just a few cues from the other player, um, their bat position, um, that, that sort of thing, as to where the ball's coming. But, you know, the best thing is just to, just to watch the ball. Just keep watching the ball. Um, don't try and judge or predict. Just watch where the ball is, okay, and you'll start to see that ball a little bit earlier. Now, you talked a, a bit about, you know, playing that backhand punch, and, and in the extended question that I, that we couldn't quite fit in there, um, he's talking about the banana flick as well, so you know a lot of players do move over now and play that banana flick from the forehand side, um, and it almost looks like they're predicting that they're and they're jumping over there. Um, again, not really. So the, those better uh, players that are doing that are, are, are watching the ball, seeing that the ball is coming over there and moving across. Sometimes they do get caught out um, with a serve that goes down the line as well. So, so. My advice, just really watch the ball, watch where it's coming, and then move to the position to try and play that uh, backhand flick or the banana flick if you want to.
0: Yeah, great advice there, Alois. So yeah, so having faster reflexes or seeing the ball earlier and know where it's going is not necessarily all about just reacting quicker, although that obviously helps, but If you just watch the ball, then you will start to react quicker, and you'll start to pick up the cues. So, yeah, so as Alois said, really watch the ball, especially as they're serving, and then you will start to pick up cues, and you'll start to see where the ball's going earlier. All right, good luck with that, Rob. The next question is from Stan, and Stan says, I used to play hard bat, and was able to beat some better opponents using it. Since I have... Uh, move to a sponge bat, my better opponents are now beating me. Can I change to my old bat playing uh, playing a better player and change back to my sponge bat for playing the others?
1: Yeah, so um, you are allowed to change your bat after each match. So during a match, you're not allowed to change your bat. So if I'm playing against Jeff um, and um, I find that, my sponge bat isn't working, I can't go over and pull out the hard bat and start playing against him. The only time you're allowed to change your racket is if you damage it accidentally during a match. So um, so it wouldn't be allowed. You can't just go and change your bat because you think that a different bat would be better against your opponent. But in a tournament, um, I might have played Jeff and I lost to him and I think, oh, that's no good. I want to go over and, and I'm playing a different opponent now and I'm going to use my hard bat. You are allowed to do that. Um, so that is within the rules, just as long as it's not within um, a particular match.
0: Okay. But is that a good idea for, an, for someone to be using two bats, and especially when it's such a different style, like using a hard bat and then also using a sponge bat? Is that something you'd recommend?
1: Definitely not. Yeah. So you, I mean, it, it's it. The the skills of table tennis are so fine and so um, um, uh, so difficult that you know if you if you're trying to learn two different games, it, it becomes too difficult. Stick definitely stick with one bat. You know, um, and you know people even talk about, well, I'm going to um, use um, one bat for practice and one bat for tournaments. No, nah, don't do it. Okay, even if it's got even if it's the same uh, blade, same rubber, don't do it. There are subtle differences, and and it's more in your mind as well. You know, like if you go out there and play, start to play in a tournament and you make a make a mistake, then you start thinking, is it my bat? Is it my stroke? Okay, stick with the one bat. Practice with the one bat. Play with the one bat and then you're eliminating all those other little doubts that you've got in your head. So, yeah, definitely one that only.
0: Okay, yeah, so I got that. So And that makes perfect sense for a young player that's developing or someone who's really at the top of the game and trying to compete. You don't want to be doubling up on your practice with two different styles, so pick the style that's the best for you and use that style. The only um, place where... Oh, Personally, I think that you wouldn't possibly consider it. Is if you're like a, an older player and you've been using, like here, uh, well, I don't know if Stan's an older player or not, but he's been using the hard bat for a long time and then he's switched. And I'm thinking, like, if I was an older player and I'd been using that hard bat for a long time and then I do switch to the sponge for some differences, then, you know, maybe against the better player, I could switch back, or even for Stan, you think he should stick with one bat.
1: I think, I think even Stan, just stick with the one bat, Stan, um, you know, develop, develop your game, uh, see how it plays out against you know, different players and, and just try to develop that game. So I mean, right,
0: if- there you go. There's the advice, Stan, stick with the uh, sponge bat and try and develop your game a bit more. Good luck with that, Stan. All right, well, thanks for that, Alois. That wraps up another show. It's been a great show. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed the questions, everybody make sure you visit Pingskills.com and sign up for our free newsletter. Thanks, everybody, for watching, and thank you, Alloys. Thanks, Jeff. Have a great day, Pingskillers.